Well, sunny beaches of South Florida, is that you? Hello! Oh my gosh, how in the heck are you? You look amazing today. It is so good to see you again. Come on in and have a seat. Follow us or subscribe or whatever it is your medium requires and stay a while. We'd love to have you as part of our family. Say, while you're here, can I get you something to think today? As Tina Turner would say, What's love got to do? I got to do with it. What? Yeah, look it up or follow the link in my show notes. Love isn't enough. I hate to break it to you, but love is not the center of gravity. Love cannot survive alone. Do you think you could take a basic peanut butter and jelly sandwich and just consider it a sandwich? Yeah, you could. We do it all the time. But that's a mistake. Let me ask you something. If I walked into a Panera Bread and I asked for a sandwich, what do you think I'd get? Yeah, I'd get additional questions. What kind of sandwich would you like today? Oh, I'd like a really good one, please. Well, an astute waiter would say, would you like to try our chipotle chicken avocado melt? Or maybe a roasted turkey and avocado BLT? Or would you like to try the toasted steak and white cheddar? To which I would respond, oh yeah, yeah, give me the good one. No, I've never been in a Panera Bread establishment because I live in Timbuk3, but the same would go for a Subway or Arby's or the Freaky Fresh Sandwiches at Jimmy John's. And I'm certain they would begin to ask specific questions like, "Uh, okay, sir, okay, I need you to step back from the counter, look at the menu, and give me a number. No, no, not your number, a number. How about what kind of bread would you like? What kind of dressing, meat, cheese, toppings, etc., etc., etc.? What do I want my sandwich to consist of? Now, you might ask yourself, how did I get from a Tina Turner song to talking about food? Well, because food is amazing, and I have a love affair with food. And food can bring comfort, and it can absolutely be romantic. Yeah, it can. Have you ever had sushi while sitting on a large boulder? at a lookout point with someone that you were really cray-cray about, a cool breeze after a long day together, new feelings, heart still racing, you overanalyzing everything that happens because that's what guys do. FYI, we're pretty lousy signal readers. Overlooking the city lights on a late summer evening in August? Well, I have. And food is romantic. Sushi just isn't sushi anymore. It's sushi. (laughs) Are we specific when we ask for things at a restaurant if we don't like certain things or have a food allergy? It's pretty important, you know. Paul Harvey once told the story of a man eating at a restaurant. He started choking on some food. Well, it just happened that a nearby doctor was eating at the restaurant as well, performed the Heimlich maneuver, and saved him. Well, the man reacted to the physical trauma of the Heimlich maneuver and went into cardiac arrest. Well, The doctor, once again, performed CPR and revived the man. All's good, right? Two birds with one stone? Well, the only problem is that the doctor had just been eating peanuts. 
And in performing the mouth-to-mouth portion of the CPR, he transferred some of the peanut to the man's mouth, who was highly allergic to peanuts, and he died from anaphylactic shock. Sometimes God just wants you home, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about that. But when it comes to speaking up, choosing our sandwich toppings or expressing things we need from food, friends, and especially relationships, if we don't speak up, there's a good chance we'll never get what we need, or that someone else will help us in their way and could deal us an emotional version of anaphylactic shock. I heard some relationship and marital advice recently. The questions surprisingly did not include, do you love each other? Or do you share values? It was a simple, do you enjoy each other? The longevity of a relationship and marriage is in the simple enjoyment of each other. The advice went on to say that liking each other is more important than loving each other. And you might say, oh, how blasphemous. But I encourage you to challenge yourself on this. Love doesn't sprout from nowhere. There must be a foundation. There must be a center of gravity. Love is not its own center of gravity. You you can place love into whatever part of speech you want, but unless you have a foundational substance from which it can root and grow, love is going to be floating like a helium balloon. Yeah, you get my drift, pun intended. I've found birthday balloons all over the place where I live. When people let them go, they go up and up and up, and it's amazing. You just think, oh my gosh, that's the kind of love I want. But eventually the helium runs out and the balloon comes down. Love does have a levitating effect. I can attest to that. And the effects of love can be amazing and spectacular until they aren't. I know that none of us have ever enjoyed being grounded, but this is one time you should demand it. Have you heard the saying, choose your love and love your choice? Love is a choice, and choices alone cannot sustain a healthy and prosperous relationship or marriage. I'm not talking about white-knuckling a relationship or surviving a lifetime with someone. I've seen that. It's not pretty, and it's not something I would choose to pass on. Look at me. I can live miserably. Well, healthy and joyous sustainability requires other ingredients, other vital ingredients, Liking and enjoying someone is all about chemistry and frequency, two things that cannot be faked or fabricated. So, yes, choose your love and love your choice after you do your homework, after the due diligence is done. If you don't study for a test, what do you expect from the results? Healthy romance is hard work. It's complex and it's in the details. It just seems like we've become more and more of a shortcut society. Shortcut to wealth, shortcut to happiness, shortcut to weight loss, shortcut to fitness, shortcut to love and forever happiness. I've been in enough relationships, married twice, divorced twice, so I feel like I am somewhat of an expert on relationships with an associates in marriages and a bachelor in rash choices. For me, I have absolutely been in relationships and marriages where I loved someone, my choice, 
Yet I didn't like or enjoy the relationship, which is inclusive of chemistry and frequency. Nothing to do directly with them or me specifically. Um, Like and enjoy are two things you can't fake or fabricate. Now, there are the mysterious elements of soulmates or twin flames. And that's an entirely different episode. If you fully understood the hard work, dedication, and devotion required to reveal a soulmate or a twin flame connection with somebody, you wouldn't wish that on them. No, no. It's grueling. It's untimely. It's intrusive. It's painful. And it's growth-oriented. Definitely not meant for wussies. But back to our topic. Like and enjoy must be the center of gravity in relationships. Love is unable to sustain anything of fulfilling and joyful substance without that center of gravity. The weebles of our relationships and marriages are going to wobble. Life will guarantee that. Well, without the center of gravity, which I will insert as the enjoy part of a relationship, and the large curvature I will refer to as the like element, constantly returning to an upright position in a relationship after each wobble becomes a burden that is eventually insurmountable. Now, you might choose to live with your relationship toppled over. A lot of people do that. How sad. So many people survive in a relationship that remains perpetually brain dead, but on life support because the like and enjoy were either never established or they failed to nourish those key ingredients. Have you ever heard the advice, marry someone you are willing to forgive? Well, that's the large forgiving curvature of the weeble. The elements of like and enjoy will be verified over time or exposed for their absence. I'm not going to say that they can or can't be built. It's like any investment infomercial would say, this investment is purely speculation. My success did not guarantee your future results. You could probably uh, lose your shirt and have your heart crushed in this deal. Invest at your own risk or something like that. Love, if we want it to be something of longevity, must be anchored in the center of like and enjoy. If it naturally exists, whether developed, not fabricated, developed or revealed, this is the shared center of gravity with your significant other. From what I understand about the physics of the weeble as it relates to relationships, if you have the natural occurring like and enjoy, there is a center of gravity that keeps a relationship upright and allows love as a result to be prevalent and abundant. It's easier for you to fall in love with someone when yuns have busted your butts before and continually, to like and enjoy each other. That isn't just important, it's vital. It's oxygen. Irreplaceable if one wants joy and fulfillment in a marriage and life together. Love can't do that. Love wasn't made for that. Love cannot be sustained alone. It will wilt in the heat of the circumstances if it isn't deeply rooted and nourished from like and enjoy. There might seem to be more love than anything in a relationship because, well, love is prevalent in public and in the perceptions of us to others. Love is that tip of the iceberg above the water. But volume doesn't equate to the essential higher density of like and enjoy beneath the surface, under it all. 
Time and experiences are mandatory for deciphering if you have like and enjoyment as a foundational soil mixture for any love that you wish to plant, explore, or develop. Without like and enjoyment, it's virtually impossible for love to give you fulfillment and joy. You can't choose your way to fulfillment and joy in a relationship because there are two of you. You can't choose someone else to a placement of joy or fulfillment. There are so many needed aspects of a relationship that are naturally recurring. It's your responsibility to dig, search, sift, discover, analyze, investigate, question, interrogate, boil down, etc. Most relationships skip the work and suffer the consequences of a huge gamble in something required for sustainability that may or may not be present. Oh, Travis, you're making this way too complicated. Am I? Are you really afraid of something that you could have a forever potential being a bit of a battle to initiate and continuously under construction for the rest of your life? How long would you patiently battle for a soulmate connection? If you're looking for an easy ride, stay single. Don't torture someone else with your haphazard approach to devotion and longevity. Although PBJs are so good to eat, you can't surf on a piece of white bread. It doesn't make any sense, but I wanted to add that in there. Let me give you some additional lyrics from the Tina Turner song. I'm not going to sing them. You must understand, though the touch of your hand makes my pulse react, that it's only the thrill of a boy meeting a girl. Opposites attract. It's physical, only logical. You must try to ignore that it means more than that. It may seem to you that I'm acting confused when you're close to me. If I tend to look dazed, I've read it someplace. I've got cause to be. There's a name for it. There's a phrase that fits. But whatever the reason, you do it for me. Relationship coach Corey Wayne expressed it this way. I have adapted this comment to fit the theory of like and enjoy enabling longevity love. Coach Corey Wayne says, most people settle for average lives, careers, businesses, bodies, friends, and lovers. Way too many men and women date and marry people they don't enjoy or like, but have initiated foundationless feelings of love for them because they don't have the courage to stay single, improve themselves, and find someone who sets their soul on fire. The essence of setting someone's soul on fire is finding someone with your same frequency, your same energy, someone you like and enjoy, not someone you love. You can't have that first. Love is the fruit. Love is the bumper crop. Love is the harvest. Love is the bushels of grain or fruits, vegetables, or lockers of meat. Like and enjoy is the weeding, the tilling, the watering, planting, fertilizing, Guarding it from gophers, harmful insects, diseases, and hungry creatures. Healthy love with staying power is a result. Like and enjoy requires a congruency that can't be fabricated. Love cannot create like and enjoy. The creator, like and enjoy, is always greater than the created, which is love. You know, love is a result, and outgrowth of like and enjoy. Don't skip steps. Make them intentionally. Trust the process. Feeling your oats in a relationship is as much emotional as it is physical. 
It's just as much intimacy as it is frequency. Don't be reckless with love. I have, regrettably. Care enough about yourself and the other person to put in your due diligence before you choose to fall in love. Well, Bob Proctor has expressed attraction slash love is almost synonymous with ignorance. Yeah, you heard that right. Synonymous with ignorance. He goes on to say, attraction is a secondary law. The primary law is the law of vibration, which is like and enjoy. The only thing we can attract to us is that which is in resonance with us. You know the old advice? Become the person you want to marry. A pretty sound advice, wouldn't you say? That's exactly why Tina Turner said, what's love got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? Healthy love is unable to become greater than the sum of its parts. When we neglect, forget, or omit the parts, there is no way for love to make up what isn't or to be healthy. You can't have nothing times nothing equal something. Healthy love will absolutely be greater than the sum of its parts when we include, remember, and nourish those parts. Don't skip steps. Here are my takeaways. Tina Turner got it right. What's love got to do with it? Love is not the center of gravity. If you want an authentic and effective weeble, you better add your center of gravity first. Time plus experience equals relationship and love. PBJs are good and comfort food. Gather the ingredients before you decide on a sandwich. Remember the Miracle Whip commercials? A sandwich just isn't a sandwich without the zesty taste of Miracle Whip? Brilliant marketing campaign and profound in our discussion. Love just isn't without like and enjoy. And you're never too old to learn how to wobble strategically. Well, dad blasted, I sure enjoyed the visit today. If you gained something from it, be kind enough to follow us and leave a review. And do it right now. If you would, it'd sure be appreciated. Your comments have been so considerate and honestly left me blushing. And good night, those reviews make a big difference in the program's visibility. On the Apple platforms, you select the Go to Show option. And then click the circle plus sign at the top right to follow. Then scroll down below the episodes to leave some stars and a review. Them algorithms need all the help they can get so as I can disrupt more good folks like you. So I tell you what, if you got a friend or three that you just don't like very much, well, share this podcast with them and let us bug them for a while. And if you have comments or suggestions for future discussions, well, don't just keep them to yourself. We, we'd love to hear from you. You can DM us on our Instagrams at fyo.podcast. And thank you. Are you still there? Remember to download the Family Tree app and see how you are related to the people from today's episode.
All those links will be included in the show notes. Sometimes it's important to look a gift horse in the mouth. Your gift is your ancestry. Your superpower is their family history stories that make you. Not a one of us crawled out from under a rock, regardless of what you've been told. You have 4,094 grandparents, over 12 generations, with thousands of love stories, battles, difficulties, sadness, happiness, and expressions of hope for the future that allows you to be here today. We are the culmination of so many things we did not choose. It was designed that way. So be gentle with yourself and others. Take the time to learn yourself through your family history stories. There are innumerable tributaries flowing into the life experience that deceptively seems to be your own, but it's not. So think about that as you row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Russell M. Nelson stated, When our hearts turn to our ancestors, something changes inside us. We feel part of something greater than ourselves. <laughs> I concur. Thank you for joining me on another unbelievably true adventure. Find your family history superpower and activate it. Until the next time, bye.